This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. His face the whole time is like, we got to put this blanket under you so we can put you on the next mattress. I'm telling you, I was in grocery store staring at people hard like, ooh, where your mask at, ma'am? And why are you so close to me? Why you keep shaking our cage? We tired. <laughs> so tired. Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast. I am your host, Dina Nina. This week, we're excited to have our guest, Chastity Washington. And you guys, it's so good. So how's your week? Well, I cried in public. I flipped off a Jesus billboard this week. So mine's going great. Demi Lovato came out as really queer after her breakup with ex-fiance Max Eric. And I mostly believe that it's a design choice. Like, this decision was a design choice. As she said, she almost started decorating her house for a straight couple. <laughs> what? And I also love newly discovered queerness and the design choices that it brings. It's pretty great. This Wednesday, we celebrate International Transgender Day of Visibility. Hi, my name is Dina, and I'm trans. The importance of this day has never been more clear after an unprecedentedly deadly year in 2020 brought the trans community. The HRC reported 44 known homicides. There is an assumption that homicides of trans individuals are underreported as many families and law enforcement agencies will misgender the victims or erase their transness to avoid public scrutiny or embarrassment. It's time to normalize trans, gender nonconforming, non-binary, and gender variant individuals. That's all I'm saying. We would love it if you would subscribe and share and comment. I mean, hey, I'm not going to judge your decisions, but it would be really great if you would do that. And it would help us get the word out. If you have any questions, comments, a rant, or just something to say, go on over to Instagram and record a video. Tag us at I Love Funny Women and use the hashtag HeyDina and you might get yourself on the podcast or on our YouTube. Come on, do it. You can do it. Now over to the ILFW news desk. Last week, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp pulled a dick move by signing into law the most sweeping voter restrictions ever introduced in the U.S. And he did it behind closed doors. And if that wasn't dick enough, while signing the bill into law, State Representative Park Cannon approached and knocked on the governor's door and was immediately detained and arrested for, get this, knocking on the door. She faces two felony charges for obstruction of law enforcement and disrupting a session of the Georgia General Assembly. She's a representative. The law Kemp signed restricts voting hours, mail-in voting, considerably reduces the amount of drop boxes, and would make giving food or beverage to people waiting in line to vote illegal. The bold and outlandish law is expecting pushback through litigation, but will also most likely produce comparable measures in Republican-led states around the country. The Ever Given is not giving much but trouble. The 193-and-a-half-foot cargo ship was grounded after a sandstorm and 40-knot winds caused the ship to lose visibility and wedge itself in the Suez Canal, completely blocking the waterway and causing a traffic jam that far overshadows L.A.'s Carmageddon. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Can they just take fountain or a side canal? Nope, nope, nopers. There are more than 100 ships waiting with cargo, and those ships would have to go all the way around Africa, a 10-day reroute, which is longer than it takes me to kill houseplants. Consumers are expected to feel the impact of the delays in the pocketbook and are already feeling it at the pump. Now, stop me if you've heard this one. A white man with a gun walks into, yep, again. The Boulder supermarket incident is just the latest in mass gun murders. The U.S. is the only, let me repeat that, the only country in the world with mass shootings that you can sink your period to. Why, you may ask? Because when this happens in other countries, like Australia, they overhaul gun laws, implement gun buyback initiatives, restrict access, and like magic, the amount of gun violence dissipates. So while we still make excuses for gun owners, allow high-capacity magazine sales, and active shooter drills in school, no one can credibly say to me that they're pro-life and advocate for Second Amendment while threatening violence against abortion clinic workers. Once again, I reiterate, stop giving guns to cis heteronormative white men. In the wake of the Boulder, Colorado mass shooting less than a week after the spree murders in Georgia, we have gun fetishist, owner of the Hooters for the NRA called Shooter's Grill, and representative for Colorado's 3rd Congressional District, Lauren Boebert. Welcome, Representative Bobert. Thank you. Now, Representative, I can't help but notice that you've removed the five or so semi-automatic weapons that adorn your shelves for a more subdued Colorado, uh, I hesitate to call it, art? Uh, we all change up our home decor from time to time, Dina. So where are those guns now? <laughs> Not that it's any business of yours, but they are in our bedroom above the bed. Mm, well, that's creepy. So you said on Newsmax last week that, and I quote, in America, we see more deaths by hands, fists, feet, even hammers. We do, Dina. If we're not careful, Home Depot will not be able to sell any hammers or, well, any toolsy kind of things. Toolsy kind of things? Yes. Well, you can use a screwdriver as a tool to stab. I mean, chainsaws, for God's sake, it's a slippery slope. Like, people will just be running around with chainsaws and, you know... Like, nail guns. So what if I were to tell you that that statement was wrong? Nail guns are, like, more than half of what causes dead people in this country. It's literally a fact. What if I told you that in 2019, firearms were responsible for 10,258 deaths, and hand, fists, and feet were responsible for only 600 deaths? That sounds like more of an opinion to me, so I would question your sources. And blunt objects like hammers uh, were responsible for 397 deaths. Well, you're wrong. Why would I take the words of a deviant? I mean, Dina and deviant are like synonymous at this point. Well, they're not really my words, and you call me a deviant, right? Yes, I do. So I assume you're against the Equality Act. Yes, because it's not equality at all. It's a supremacy act. It's making gays and lesbians and, uh, you know, transvestites. Transvestites? Whatever you call yourself. It's making you the supremacist. It's nothing to do with equality. Well, you claim that the 14th Amendment upholds the freedoms of people to be who and do what they want. Yes, you and your little friends are protected under that act. That's what gives you equality. The right to life, liberty, and... Being able to use the restroom that corresponds to one's gender? No, 
you should not be allowed to use the women's restroom and molest the children. So my right isn't really protected under the 14th Amendment. That's not what I was really... like. That's well, not that's what I'm... been all the time that we have for this stupid fuck of the week. Um, if I were there, I'd... <laughs> you'd what? Uh, employ your pro-life values by shooting me? You liberal elites are always trying to lie and cheat and uh, deceive. Well, thank you. You've made your point. That's all the time we have for ILFW News. Now let's go on over to Renee Hyden for Sex with the Stars. A conjunct Mercury and Neptune in Pisces will have you exploring your fantasies. Venus sextiles with Saturn and allows your oral fixation some satisfaction as Aries beckons you to be a boss in the bedroom. I'm your resident sextrologist Renee Hyden and this is Sex with the Stars. March 29th brings the conjunction with Mercury and Neptune in Pisces. This conjunction merges fantasy with reality. Because like Laverne and Shirley, you're going to make your dreams come true. Well, at least your fantasies. Break open that old costume chest and find those fishnets, latex, your old flight attendant uniform. The exits are located at the front and the rear of the craft. Meet your partner in a hotel lobby. Pretend that you're strangers and get to know each other. In the bathroom or find your Frodo and go on an epic journey beyond that shire. My precious. April 30th. Venus and Aries joins the party sextiling with Saturn in Aquarius. It's the perfect excuse to voyage into the decadent. Your sensuality is on point, licking, touching, eating. Increase your dedication to your spiritual practice in the bedroom. Sensual oils, tantric breathwork can bring in the expansiveness of the universe into ourselves as we enter each other spiritually and physically. With the sun in Aries, it's time to take on a little leadership role. You don't have to be bossy to be a boss babe. Take charge and tell your partner or partners exactly what you need while speaking your truth from the depths of your soul voice and your spirituality. We know the best leaders also allow others to lead. So your partners may have some innovative sexual agendas this week. I have a chart. Think like a starship captain and boldly conquer the unknown together. Make it so. I'm Renee Hyden, and this is Sex with the Stars. Back to you, Dina. Thank you so much, Renee. You can find Renee on Instagram at Renee Hyden Soul Therapy. We would love it if you would subscribe to our YouTube. We'll be launching fresh content over there for you to enjoy. Join us on Thursday for Extra AF Comedy, stand-up show with Sally Mullins, hosted by Lalita D. And you can find more information about that and register for the free show at LadyLaughsComedy.com. Now I'd love to welcome this week's guest. She's been on HBO Def Jam and BET's Comic View, so please welcome Milwaukee comedian Chastity Washington. Hey, hey, my love. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for I'm joining. I'm excited to, to be a part of it. Thank you for yeah. inviting me. I so appreciate it. Of course. Um, mm. You're someone I just think the world of. Like, you're one of the first comics here that, not one of the first I met, but like when I met you, I was just like, she's rad. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. Of uh, course. <laughs> I love what you do and I love who you are. And we were just talking about the everything that's happening right now. Like mm-hmm. how you feel. You you are back at work. Yes. Pretty regularly. Yes. And yes. Back out. Back out. Yes. Yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> uh I mean it's it's you know, I'm just getting over, like, I, I feel more comfortable than I did, you know, like I was saying, like, you know, like a month ago or two months ago, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, previously you kind of freaking out and you like anybody breathed wrong, you know, yeah, what is, yeah, oh my God, it's too many people in here, you know what I mean? It's freaking out and it's, it's not enough space. You're looking at space, you counting people and looking at masks and where your mask at and, you know, uh, so it's a little more comfort now. I mean, even though I've been I've been still like at my regular job, um, mm-hmm. you know, since August. So that didn't change. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I still had to kind of adjust to that so that I've been kind of in the loop with that. Yeah. Um, but then like out, out, being out, like doing shows with live audiences and getting reacclimated and, you know, being off that long and, you know, not being completely, you know, crazy, you know, not, so I yeah. won't say crazy because I know they don't, they don't like you to say that term, but um, just completely out of myself, you know what I mean? So just really getting, uh, getting back in a rhythm and then being comfortable around people, like, yeah, you know, more yeah. than two people at a time, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm telling you, I was in grocery store staring at people hard, like, Ooh, where your mask at ma'am? And why are you so close to me? Ooh, I'm gonna just spray your cart. I'm gonna just walking around with some Lysol in my pocket. I'm gonna just, <laughs> I, I still kind of so yesterday I was at the quick trip grabbing a soda and mm-hmm. this guy was right up on top of me and I was like I I mean I'm I'm vaccinated now right but, but there is still. no need for you to be up on top of me <laughs> in in my come on why are you right here right You're right so close why are you so close please that's you, a, there's, you know there's not even distance for Jesus to be between us. So maybe Hello? you should step back. <laughs> he can't even slide in. You want him to. Can you please, sir? Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, you're so close. I don't even and know it- what dating is going to look like ever again for me. I'm just going to be like, I can't. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I don't even want us in this room. Let's just go back. Call me on the duo. Right. Let's do that. If we Only can't have sex them. without a hazmat suit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so, right. So you, yeah, totally. You've been doing live <laughs> shows. Yeah, yeah. I've been Ooh. shoot. I I think I did my first. I, I I was trying to spread it out. So like the last you know two months or so, month and a half, I've been pretty regular. Like I've traveled yeah. um, a little done some work in Chicago, you know, uh, back and forth and thank God, you know, for his, his grace and his, his protection. And, um, and I actually did maybe one show in January and then I picked it up and maybe did two, you know what I mean? So, so gradually, um, I just tried to kind of stagger everything and watch the the numbers and the vaccines and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, so yes, I just, I just, I had to get back out because, you know, yeah. you had, to, had to get back out. But, you know, you've been sitting around for a year. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it was just mm-hmm. the itch was coming and then the calls start coming. And then it was, you know, people I, I waited as long as I could. You know what I mean? Like I was waiting and waiting. People were call even in the midst of it. People were calling like, hey, we're doing this show. No, I'm not doing nothing. 
I don't care if it's outside. I don't care if it's in your backyard. I don't care if it's in your window. I'm not doing anything. You know, I didn't do anything <laughs> until yeah. like the end of January, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it was a friend of mine and he had a, a event, um, socially distant show. And I, I went ahead and did it. And that broke some of the, the ice and, and broke yeah. some of the, the fear, you know, some of the anxiety that I had. So I was like, okay, I said, all right. Okay. God, if mm. you, if you calling me to get back out to work, let me just cover me and, and let's go, let's go do it. I'm a double mask it. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm double yeah. masking. I'm all in here. I'm all almost a robber right i'm just everything you can't see nothing on me i'm a superhero and um yes so back to it back to it okay yes. love it right mm-hmm. on so yes. will you tell us how you got into comedy um like what, what I, made you get up on that stage you know what but i i have to give uh a shout to my my best friend Sabrina, my uh, first uh, anything with stand up. But I I always performed. I was always mm-hmm. a uh, performer. I started when I was a kid and doing, uh, you know, dance groups and doing Michael Jackson stuff. Of course, we all did. And uh, and then uh, yeah, doing random stuff when I was a kid. Started you know acting and stuff when I was in high school, uh, and then was a theater major in college, uh, and then started doing stand-up when I was 18. Uh, my, my best friend signed me up for a talent show, uh, and I, I ended up going up and doing a, a set, and there it was. It's like October of, like, 94, you know? Wow. Yep, so that's how Amazing. it started. Yeah, and then I, um, I would literally go, I would do, like, one show a month, because uh, I was at school, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I would, you know, here and there, pick up, do a set here, do a set there. I started to do, we had more comedy clubs here uh, in the city then, of course, that was many years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, go and try to get guest sets and went to the safe house. And, you know, uh, when the comedy cafe was open, trying to do sets there. And um, and then it, it went from there. And then um, spent those couple years bouncing around and then I got really serious, really heavy, probably around 2000, um, after, you know, getting out of school and teaching and I was already performing and writing and acting and, and whatever. And then I just started doing it more consistently. You know what I mean? So, um, really like now I'll say, I'll take that back. So like 99, 98, I got more, uh, consistent and then got really, really heavy. And then that it became, this is what I'm doing every single day, you know, um, by, you know, 2000. Yeah. So. I like it. And so mm-hmm. you started in Milwaukee, you stayed in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You're just, yeah. You're, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I live here from here, um, really started to, you know, get my, I got my chops here and in, in Chicago for the most part. And then, uh, I've been able to work all over the, the country, you know, well, parts of yeah. different parts of the world now, but um, I've been blessed to to work everywhere, you know. That's so, so good. yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm grateful. What well, keeps you plugging? Like, it's hard. There's sometimes that I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what keeps you going? Yeah. What keeps you uh, motivated to continue doing it? Um, I think it's it's probably my my faith. Probably, um, because I, I I honestly believe, and I believe this whether a person is a a, a faith person or not, 
I believe that God gives us all gifts, all of these different gifts, mm-hmm. whatever those might be um, in different facets and in different industries. God gives us gifts for other people. It's mm. for service for other people. Mm. Uh, when somebody is a um, an amazing singer, you think about somebody like a I think of what like a Whitney Houston's voice, mm. right? Whitney Houston's voice was not for her to sing in the shower. It was not for her to sing in her mirror and impress herself. It was for us to enjoy, for us to be blessed, for us to be uplifted, right? If somebody is um, a business savvy right? And they have this innate business insight. Um, it's not just for them. It's not mm. just for them to be, uh, say, hey, I'm, I'm Warren Buffett. I'm, I'm amazing. Look at me. Right? It's not for that. It's for them to um, share that information to bless somebody else that needs that. If somebody's an encourager, somebody's a writer or dancer, um, in our uh, industry, we make people laugh. People mm. need uh, laughter because laughter is healing for the mm. body and the, and the spirit. And uh, so that's what, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why you, you receive the gifts that you, that you get, whether you make music, whatever it is, it's for yeah. other people. If somebody's an amazing actor, um, it's not for, you know, it's not for Denzel Washington to, to sit in awe of himself. It's for us to go, yeah. Damn it, that's Malcolm X, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. And it's to inspire and it's to help um, affect, inspire, affect, and change people's lives. That's what it's about. Mm. That's good. (laughs) Yes, yes. I like that. So Mm -hmm. you absolutely feel like it's a calling, like it's. I do. I do. A ministry, even in a sense. I do. I do. I, I feel like because it found me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't. Um, I didn't. People would always tell me, even when I was in school, when I was middle school, high school. People was like, "You, you should be a comedian. You should be." And I was like, "I don't know nothing about none of that stuff. I loved stand up. Like I was. Mm-hmm. I loved stand up. I loved sketch comedy. I love. I love that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I love from Saturday Night Live to SCTV." to, you know, uh, the Carol Burnett show, Lily Tomlin, right? Lucille Ball, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I would watch, you know, Laurel and Hardy, the Marx Brothers, uh, Bob Hope. Like I was, you know, like I love stuff that was funny. Even when I was a kid, I would sit up. My mom was, all, you know, my mom was hilarious, right? So we'd sit up at night. She'd wake me up Saturday nights, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning, like, watch this movie with Chance. Come on, sit up, watch this movie with me. And we just sit up and be crying, right? Watching, you know, Jerry Lewis movies, right? Just yeah. hysterical. But, you know, so I always liked stuff that was funny um, and didn't think anything of it. Didn't think it was something for me. I, you know, I, you know, I didn't. I just, and and uh, and it found me because that, that day doing that, um, that that talent show in the union at, at, at UW Parkside in Kenosha, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> um, doing that changed my life. That day I knew mm. I'm supposed to do, it was something clicked, something happened where I was like, yep, I need to do this again. Even though I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. I had no idea about, you know, writing jokes, telling jokes. I just, you know, went and did what I, I think this is funny. And that, and that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. I kind of had that same thing when like people were always like, you should be a stand up comedian and comedian. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know, I'm situationally funny. Like I can have a conversation uh-huh. and I can be yeah. funny. And then one day my friend was like, Hey, will you host our show and do a five minute set? And I think uh-huh. I did three minutes and I was like, Oh, that felt like forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got right? off stage and I was like, I love this. Yeah. This yeah. is good. See? Right. Yeah. Right, and you and you have the great personality for it, and it's and it's and it's natural funny, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's yeah. not uh, conjured, right? And then you find a way to make that work. Like I always tell, and I tell comics this all the time, and this is just my opinion. Everybody's process is different, but um, playing to your strengths, mm-hmm. right? Um, what is if that's if, if if it's situational, right? That's cool. Then then that's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That's what you, you know, uh, work because in that way it's honest, right? You're yeah. not trying to maneuver and conjure and uh, pull something, you know, out of you know, out of the air. Oh, blah, blah, blah. no. If that if that's what works for you, then do that and do and play to your strengths. It's just like um, we watching March Madness right now, right? And and teams have to play to their strengths, whatever sport that might be. Uh, if you're not, you know, hey, you're not a great defensive team, you you damn sure better be be able to shoot. And if you can't shoot, you better be a good defensive team, if that makes sense, right? Playing basketball or defense, I mean, or, or football, you know, or or whatever. Um, so play to your strengths, and that's that's what that is. If it's storytelling, tell your stories. If it's if it's one liners, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever works, whatever is your strength. And yeah. then and the continue to to develop and, and grow, you know. I love it. So, um, so let's talk about how you've been able to employ humor to get through this trying year. <laughs> you know, because the I, Lord I, was testing us. Come on, hello, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, like, I'm a message. He was just shaking us. It was like we was in a little. We was in a little gerbil cage. He was just shaking the cage like, ah, <laughs> look at you. I told you you needed me. Look at you. Ah, <laughs> ah. He's like, your hand's so big. Why you keep shaking our cage? We tired. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> right? I'm just sitting in the dark just every day during the, especially in the quarantine i'm just in the dark just watching undercover boss just every day crying <laughs> eating shit just in and out of the freezer i'm just my face in the freezer i don't even go to the couch just eat the shit in the freezer door with the freezer door open just standing there jesus just oh my god just you know oh my god watching everything i'm just hanging out the window staring at people i don't even know who lived by me who is that is that my neighbor what am i doing with my life did I take a shower today? Like you asking yourself these questions. What is going? Oh, I can't wear you're these like, sweatpants no more. You're like, I, did I take a shower today? And I'm like, did I, did I take a shower this week? It gets that bad. <laughs> crazy. You outside, the sun too too bright. Like, God damn it. When did it get? I ain't been outside in years. What's it? It's so bright out here. Why is this concrete so hard? I didn't know the ground was this. I can't even use my knees no more. I had to relearn. I was like, these stairs are so steep. 
god, these stairs! Oh my god! Ah! Every time I go, ah! you get to the last step, you miss, ah! miss it. That was just me. I couldn't. I didn't, I'm it, it is not just you, honey. <laughs> Hot mess. Yes. Hot mess. Hot mess. Uh, Hot mess. Ain't good though. Ain't good. Thank, thank God for DoorDash. Thank the Lord yeah. for that thing called Grubhub. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you. The place Hello? where we find the blessings now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I had church. I had church and an Amazon order. You hear me? Oh, Lord. I had church. Oh, I did. Yes. Yes. That's what got, that's what got me through, sir. Guy, that's what got me through yeah. with DoorDash and this uh this chicken that I keep ordering, this Golden Gate cake from the Elsas. I it <laughs> you catch the spirit. Come on. I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> I have that's like food has gotten me through it. This yes, life has what, been hard. This t- tell me what's the meal? What's the I, one that you like? I'm treating myself tonight. I will spend this sixty dollars. Which this, one? This is sad. It's gonna be Cadoba. Like I just, I just want that burrito bowl. Give me that burrito bowl. Mmm. Put Come some on. Jesus on that, and I'm in. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Take me back to my Southern Pentecostal roots. Don't do Come it. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Come on. I'm like, Woo! right? Yes. You in the episode of Aretha Genius? Yes, Hello? Lord. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> Come That's on, my jam. I just it's it's the one thing that I'm like, if I'm feeling really sad, I go to Cadoba. Mm. Okay. If, if I have an extra fifteen dollars in my pocket, I'm like Cadoba. <laughs> Come on, quick and easy flour, <laughs> black beans. Yes, yes, yes. Roll me in, okay. roll me out, and. Pretty soon it's gonna be rolling me out physically. Like just, yes! just, just gonna be like, oh. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And listen, I the only thing I'm telling you, I thank God for my job because that's what's that's what's keeping me together, right? That's what's keeping me together mm. because I literally I have been eating good. I have been like, I'm gonna try everything, right? Like just go order, order. I don't care. I don't care anywhere at wing company who said somebody's this somebody's house. I was like, is this somebody's uncle's house on grub? Well, I get it. I get it. No worries. I eat it. I ain't worried about it. I'm gonna eat it. Uh-huh. You know, so it's just uh that's that has been a saving grace, you know. Yeah. Uh it have and it's been a comfort, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then and then I try to like, okay, well, I get, you know, let me get a side salad or get some vegetables right like you get some broccoli with this fried fish right <laughs> this I'm like, pound I, of spaghetti i guess you can put lettuce on my burrito bowl thank you <laughs> this will make it right that's right guacamole is green <laughs> hello i get that this will make it right this will okay this will be my veggie for the day right <laughs> this is it then I'm i bought a that's it i bought a case yeah. of uh uh, smoothies. I bought, you know, like some mean green, as you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, plant-based kale, all that stuff. So then I tried to offset, right? Because I knew I was, yeah. 
you know, I had this this fabulous chicken for two days, right? So I'm like, okay, let me drink these smoothies. Let's go. I'm gonna even it out, balance it out, and you know, making sure I vitamined up, you know. So yes. Yeah, I got some smoothies and I have a bullet at the office and I was like, I got some stuff for smoothies and I did it for about three days and then I was like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm good. I'm just going with that. <laughs> Let all, all that right. kale and spinach stay in the freezer here at the office. Thank you. Thank you. When I, when right. I really want a smoothie, I will pull it out. Yes. I'm mostly yes. I'm mostly vegetarian, and I'm shockingly mm-hmm. averse to vegetables, which is... Okay. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> it, I eat a bunch of carbs. Uh, I'm a carbitarian. Okay. <laughs> okay. I literally feel like by the end of this pandemic, they're going to have to like tear my wall down and like <laughs> crane me out. It's not a joke. I feel like I'm so close to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad because I saw the man. Oh, what was that? Like 600 pound white, uh, 600 pound life or whatever mm-hmm. that was. And when I tell you that they had to get eight mattresses to get this gentleman to this minivan, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Did they literally just roll him on mattresses? Is that what happened? They had to put him in a funny little, forgive me, oh, my God. He was was like, his face the whole time. It was like, we got to put this blanket under you so we can put you on the next mattress. And then the next mattress to get you to the minivan and the mattress that's going to put you on the minivan. I was say he was like, whole time. I... For those who are listening to this on the audio podcast, you're going to have to check out the interview on our YouTube <laughs> so you can see that whole thing. So because bad. Lord, forgive me. Oh, God. Like, I feel the same. <laughs> like, like, he didn't speak. He didn't say nothing. What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say in that situation? Like, he didn't say <laughs> No poet has ever written words <laughs> to describe that situation. <laughs> the Psalms did not discuss that situation. <laughs> David was shockingly unaware of what would have happened in the future. <laughs> and then he had a girlfriend, she was just sitting there like. <laughs> she, she, she stayed with him that's all that matters right there is love that was love come on <laughs> that was the love right there that's what matters that was the love right there good lord you just <laughs> literally crying here right now <laughs> Oh God! I'm gonna have to edit that out because I was like, "Got me choked up." <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I feel bad, but I was laughing so hard. I was like, "Oh my God! How they gonna get him in the van?" 
<laughs> the door is propped open because they can't close. Like I feel like I'm. That's my. That's where I'm heading. That's my trajectory right now. <laughs> Except I don't have anybody who's like sitting on the side eating chips and being like, "Watch your, watch your head." Nobody, yeah. Nobody's saying, "Watch your Move head." Move his leg. <laughs> Her legs hanging out of the van. You know, it's like, there ain't nobody to his do that. Leg. For me. They just keep his leg. His leg! What? His leg! (laughs) Get his leg off the bed! Put it back in the bed! What? The bed! His leg! Jesus is like y'all too. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to have a conversation. <laughs> they just driving like, what is that? What is that bumping? What, what is, is that? Why does he keep saying ow, 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 ow? What is that? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. What is that? He fell out. <laughs> so we gotta go back to get him. I was wondering why we went faster all of a sudden. (laughs) I thought we hit a pothole. (laughs) What is that? What is that? (laughs) Is that him on the road? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were so wrong for this. I love it. I'm sorry. Can you imagine somebody in the back window? Like, <laughs> we gotta stop! Oh, no! Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Don't be okay. sorry. Don't be sorry at all. <laughs> I just... <laughs> well, Chastity, this has been... It's so fun. <laughs> yes. If yes. people want Thank to you. follow you on the social media, where can they find you? <laughs> they can follow me on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, chastity, C-H-A-S, small titty at the end, T-I-T-Y underscore Washington. Uh, and they can also follow me on Facebook, Chastity Washington 37. They can also check out Chastity Washington TV, which I am developing on YouTube. Uh, I have a few things, a few content, um, uh, you know, reality, a little bit of reality, not much. It's called The Journey, a couple episodes of that. Just me doing different different projects, different things I'm working on, um, little dance pieces, me dancing on a Friday, the kids getting me to dance, different stuff like that. Uh, and I'm developing a show uh, with some of my students called Let Them Shine. Uh, where we give uh, young people a spotlight to give them the opportunity um, to discuss and speak uh, over their own futures and speak uh, life into where they're going to be and what their dreams are. Uh, So we're we're working on that now and then look forward to um, my one woman show, Evening of Expression, 
the second week of May, second, third week of May, excuse me. We're going to shoot it on May 8th uh, for Mother's Day weekend, and then we'll have it up um, available for purchase to see, and then it'll be available uh, two months later on my YouTube page. So, yes, yes. That is Instagram. so exciting. Yes, I'm excited. And, you know, Laughing Tap, Milwaukee, uh, yeah. April 2nd and 3rd, and I will be at Zany Chicago, Old Town, um, April 16th through the 19th. So if anybody's in Chicago, come on out and come see me, check us out. Uh, I know it's the lim- the seating is, is limited. I know they're slowly growing the capacity, but if anybody's out, come see it, come check us out and stream anything online. Just keep 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 it keep it in the loop. Keep it, keep going. it in the loop. Keep I love it. it. <clears throat> Chastity Washington, yes, yes. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging with us all the way through the I Love Funny Women podcast. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women and find us on YouTube. The podcast was written by me, Dina Nina Martinez, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dina Nina Martinez and on Twitter at Dina and Martinez. Playing Lauren Bobert is the amazing Elizabeth Joy, and you can find her on Instagram at Queen underscore Elizabeth underscore Joy. Our guest, Chastity Washington, can be found on Instagram at Chastity underscore Washington. And of course, our announcer is Krista Garner and can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner. This is an Artemis Glow Studio production in association with Crossover Media and AMG.